right, let's uh, get into uh, what we've been talking about, and that's kingdom leaders. And we're going to go to Numbers 13. We're going to go to Numbers 13. But before we get into that, we um, we spend you know we spend time with talking about leaders, talking about how leaders are you know how you know different aspects of leaders. We got into liberty, but last week we got into um, leaders' ability to see. Leaders' ability to see it's kind of hard to lead people if you can't see. You know, you know, even if you're on a team and you're a captain of the team, and you you have to run the team, but you don't know none of the plays, it's kind of hard for people to follow you. So, leadership takes a lot of vision. You know, because a lot of times if you don't know what to do, you get frustrated, and you could you could uh, be tempted to um, uh. Hustle and hide. Hustle and hide is what we call it. <laughs> right? All right, so uh, we had talked about having the ability to see and, and um, uh, I told you to go numbers, but let's hit, nah, let's go to numbers. Let's, let's hit numbers since I mentioned it. All right, and what did I have for you? I had Numbers 13 and verse 30. It says this, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once to possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. So this is, you know, Moses has sent out spies in the promised land to check the promised land out, sent out 12, they come back, and... Caleb and Joshua give this report in verse 30. Verse 31, but the men that went with with him, so out of the 12, there was 10, it says, but the, one that, the men that went with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Now, here they go up and they spy out the land, they see people and they say they're stronger than them based on what? Did they interview the people? No, based on their perception of them, they felt they were strong. Then they broke it down further. It says, and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land, though which we, uh, though which we have gone to search out, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants there, so so it's like it's so huge, it's so humongous, it has so much stuff. We 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 feel like it's just too much. It's just it's swallowing us up. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so so we were talking about earlier. Uh, what was that? That just threw me off right there. He did it again, didn't he? Uh, as the land that eats up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And and there we saw giants, the son of Anak, which come out which come out of the giants, and we were in look look, this is the key right here. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. This is we saw ourselves uh small, so we we're sure they saw us that way. And this is the thing how we operate in a lot of situations. A lot of a lot of situations we 
we perceive things from our own our own understanding. Like it's very hard for us to see outside of ourselves. You know, you you're, you're in a you could be in a marriage, you could be in a relationship, you could be uh, at a job, and you're 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 walking around the entire day determining what everybody thinks, but you haven't spoke to one person. Oh, they don't like me. They can't stand me. You ain't interviewed them. You know, uh, I know they don't like me. I know they don't, based on what? All right, so we're in our own hip. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll use me, you know, since, you know, maybe you guys have have not dealt with this situation. I'm sure you have. But uh, I actually missed the opportunity to play something I like to do, basketball, twice, high school and college, because I was in my own head. So, so when I when I was in uh, high school, I so n- no one told me what the system was. So, I, of course, I didn't make the team. My uh, freshman year, I just showed up at trials. I didn't know you were supposed to show up before that. So then, the second year, I showed up for all the workouts. I made it to the last cut, which I could have done at my my freshman year. Junior year, in my own head. I said, you know, I'm going to go to the high school where, because I had just met my father my, before my freshman year, I'm going to go to his town. So I go to his town and go to the school where I went in there. These guys have been playing together since they was in seventh grade. No, I didn't talk to nobody. I just said, well, I'm, I'm definitely not going to make this team. These guys have been balling together. Some of y'all are going to remember this. One of my, my guys is uh, still out there. Uh, still out there doing some things. And... uh so then I go back to my other high school because now I'm about to graduate and I wanted, I thought I needed all the financial aid I could get being awarded a state. I had top grades. I could have won anywhere. But again, in my own head, go back to the school, still wanting to play basketball. So I go to tryouts. While I'm in tryouts, uh, okay, I know he's on the team, he's on the team, he's on the team, he's on the team. So I, I picked out everybody that I figured would be on the team. So I created a fight. We talked about this the other week uh, with the, the foster parent's grandchild. I, I never fought, but I just created I, – I, I was fed up. I had enough. You know, senior year, I, I was a different guy. I had enough. So I just put some shoes in his way so he stumbled over them, and then I hit him. And th- th- now, this wasn't something I ever did before, never in the history of being in this house. I just hit him, you know, started a fight. Uh, so he picked up a trumpet. We went up fighting. So make a long story short, I, I hurt my um, I hurt my finger. It wasn't that bad, but I used the finger to say I'm not going to tryouts. Wow. So, but no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm no longer trying. I hurt my finger. I can't play now. So I I showed up and I just sat in the stands. You know, sat in the stands. Then I left, and uh, they sent some people to ask, what happened? Like. Like, why'd you just leave? Because the coach liked me. Not only that, the coach was my uncle's best friend. They played together in college. He kept saying the whole time when I was trying out, oh, you shoot with both hands. Oh, you could do this, you could do that. I ain't hear none of that. All I said was I didn't try. So he was like, why didn't you try? So I hurt my finger. He said, why didn't you tell somebody? We could have went to a trainer or something, you know. Well, somebody made the team because I quit. Same thing happened in one of my years in college. I looked up, I'm telling on myself, I looked at the shorts that people had. No, like, okay, he went to such and such school. 
Gene, don't be laughing at me. Like, <laughs> he went to such and such school. He played for such and such school. They're all recruits because I walked onto the team. I said, oh, they, 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 they probably going to make the team. So they, and I counted. I counted again. I said, well, they got everybody they got, so I'm not going up. Well, they sent all types of people. Why you didn't come to tryouts? Because I was a captain. At, I played JV when I first got to the school. I was a captain. I was already on the team. So somebody else made the team because I didn't try out. Now, y'all, y'all, y'all have heard my exploits, and some of y'all laughing, especially that gentleman in the back there. <laughs> right? Right? But what have you talked yourself out of? Right? Seeing yourself as a grasshopper, esteeming them at a certain level, no interview, haven't, haven't talked to nobody, um, and see... As a leader, how, how, how many times it looks like you, you, you're tempted to shy away from responsibility? You know, like someone's like, yeah, we think about taking, giving you a promotion at a whole nother level. Well, that's not in my wheelhouse of control. I'm good here because I've mastered this system. But if you give me this promotion, now I'm under scrutiny. I can mess up. <laughs> you know, right? I can't mess up doing what I'm doing right now. But now you tell me to take another level of responsibility, and I might, I might mess up. Exactly. Everybody that goes to new levels mess up. But how many times we've talked to ourselves or, or tried to take the lesser job? Right? <laughs> I just keep it. So, so, or, or somebody give you a leadership role, but you don't want to lead because you're like, well, they all know more than me. I don't want to say too much. No. I shared this the other week. It's a matter of fact, leadership. If you're in a role, lead. And leading is not you knowing everything. Leading is you're the person that they trust to guide everybody to fulfill the vision. Leading is also knowing how to lead the people that do know. <laughs> right? It's not Ford. Hear me, Ford. Hey, 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 Jamal. I have this idea, man, of building a car. What's that? I don't know, but you good with engines, man, because you build me an engine. Venetia, man, you know, I have this idea of building a car. What's that? Hey, what I need you to do, I noticed you good with, with, with tires and stuff. Could you build me some tires? Right? Could you, could you build me some windows for, for glass? Could you build me some doors? He just connected to all the people. Their pieces as individuals made no sense. When he brought them together, Model T Ford. So he just had to, he didn't know how to do none of this stuff. He just had the vision to bring it all together. So as a leader, you don't have to know everything, right? You don't talk yourself out of stuff because other people have expertise that you don't have, right? So our whole life as a leader is showing us how we look at things. It's showing us how we look at things. So you have this thing. When, when you hear looking at things, there's perspectives, it's always a perspective. Uh, perspectives is your positioning. It's, hey, hey, perspectives is an angle of a view, right? Perspectives is an angle of a view. It, it, it's seeing the truth from the other side. So, so my wife would tell you, I, I live to understand. So when I'm dealing with people, I'm always seeking to understand if there's a crisis I'm trying to understand. So I don't just respond like based on the situation. I go, okay, there has to be an understanding. So, I'm all, so I, I search for that. 
I always try to look at the other side where some people all they see is what affects them or how good they're going to look if they're going to be embarrassed or not but it's hard for them to, to, to pierce through themselves to see the other side so that's uh, perspectives right you know if you, if, 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 you, if, you, if you don't watch it you can live in a blind spot but perspective will help you look outside of the blind shot. There's another way. There's got to be another reason. You know, people as they grow, uh, as we keep talking about, you know, people, listen, we're a family. Some people are going to get offended and leave. Not because something wrong with any of us. It's because that's their perspective. But they don't want to look, to, they don't want to seek an understanding. And we have a pioneer church, right? Think about a pioneer church. You have volunteers, but respectfully, you don't have full, your volunteers aren't running over overflow. Or we say in sports, our depth chart might not be, like, our, our, our starting team is probably sweet. But if you start going underneath the starting team on a depth chart, the backups and things like that, they're, they're growing too. But Because we're, we're young. The bank told us, they look at a, a, a they call a young church a 20-year-old church. They said they want, before they give you a loan, they want you to at least be in ministry for 10 years. No, consistent 10 years. Not, I've, you know, I've ministered over here, I've ministered over there, but a church has to be established as 10-year tenure, right? Because they look at a young church as 20 years. We're 8 and 11 months from the inception. We're having our 8th year anniversary, but from when we first started doing Bible study before we had our first church service right so 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 what i'm saying is what happens there you know again we're leaders we understand pioneer church we you establish a core stuff like that well well guess what people are going to drop the ball let me help y'all out people are going to drop the ball not because they don't know what they're doing because okay so uh you 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 deal with visitors and things like that right that's a part of what you do you do a lot of other administrative stuff right but you have uh, nine children and a husband, right? You're actually growing in your career, so you have new responsibilities in your career, right? You, not only that you have new responsibilities in your career, you're growing, right? Your husband's growing. Your kids are growing. You just had a son go to the service, right? You have another one going to, is it a senior year? Going into a senior year. You got another one just had a child, right? Yeah, you, 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 you got all these different things going on. So you have help, but then the help goes through stuff. So when you have young church, when you, when you get to the depth chart, somebody may not they miss it because they, they don't care about you. They may miss it because what? They're dealing with life. <laughs> Newsflash. Keeping it real, we dealing with life. All the stuff that's been happening with us. But people think, they don't care about me. No. You dealing with life, and so are they. <laughs> but as you grow, you have more people on the death chart, so when someone's dealing with life, somebody else steps up. Right? That's what we've told every leader. Have somebody, hey, have somebody that can, re that, that can back you up. And then that person that's backing you up, have somebody to back you up. And the person that's backing you up, have somebody to back you up. Not because you're not needed, because you're going to deal with life. See, that's leadership, perspective, Right? Not only there's perspective, there's also perception. So you have perspective as an angle of a view. Perception is a point of view, right? That's the point of view. Um, it's the image you take 
from a perspective. It's the image you grab from an angle. All of us look in mirrors. We do selfies all the time, but we still have, have never seen ourselves. Not, not, not our full self. You just saw what you saw in front of the camera. You just saw what you saw in front of the mirror. But you, you didn't have a, I don't know if you call it a three-dimensional or four-dimensional view. I don't know how many dimensions it is. But you didn't, you, you, when you look in a mirror or look at a picture, that's, was, was that one-dimensional or two-dimensional? You're not seeing all of you, right? This, this stuff, when you look, right now, y'all looking at me. All right, this, these people over here, uh, I forgot what side it's on. I think it's on this side. Yeah, no, it's on this side, see? All right, so these people, they see one side. These people over here, they see the mole on this side. They don't see it on that side. All y'all can describe me, but you'll be describing something different based on your perception or, you know, your angle of, or your point of view. You understand what I'm saying? That's why there's four Gospels. If you read through them, you'll see somebody saw the, 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 the divinity of Jesus. Somebody saw the detail of his life, right? Somebody saw how his mission, how he walked through. Man, you read through Mark and you'll understand works of the devil. Jesus was rolling. You'll see every level of demonic activity if you read through Mark. But somebody else ain't even talking about it. One person talked about uh, he ran into a person filled with a demon. Another person said 2,000. You see what I'm saying? So, so there's four gospels for a reason. So you can get every angle. And leaders have to always look at every angle, not just their point of view. Right? And see, and, and another thing um, is our attitudes. That's our frame of res reference. Our attitude is our frame of reference. We're, normally what we're playing off of. Had a long conversation with a gentleman from out of town just talking about the Bible, talking about the Apocrypha, talking about different things of that nature. And when I was talking to him, he was like, yeah, you know, because, you know, these people, they took all these books out of the Bible. I said, who said any books was taken? He said, well, you know, uh, what they said is they went. I said, they who? I said, your whole point of how do I know I should believe the Bible? Because they could have took stuff out. But you're believing somebody that something was taken out. You can use that same belief and believe the Bible because you believe in someone that you have not authenticated. I said, who's making... Who's proven that they're credible? How are you going to find out if they're credible? You would have to study. Same thing you have to do to find out if the Bible's credible. I said, I said, then again, I walked them through the Bible. I said, it's perception, it's perspectives, it's how you look at it. I said, okay, you're saying that somebody changed the Bible. I'm going to tell you that why would you have to change it? People ain't, it's not like, you can't stop people from reading it. You got to challenge people to read the Bible. So why would you have to change? Then he says, the, the, I won't say the, the group of religion, but he said this particular religion is said to have changed it. This was on Google. I'm not dogging a person out. The person may be listening to this. I'm, I'm just sharing you angles and perspectives. I said, so one, first of all, you Google it. Who makes Google credible? I know I'm not supposed to be saying all these people's names, but all right. I said, then I said, now I got another perspective. I said, they said disparate religious entity took stuff out of the Bible. I said, they have their own Bibles. They spent billions of dollars making their own Bibles for this particular religion. I know this. I've read one of their Bibles. Their Bible don't say what the King James Version say. I said, why would you spend millions of dollars changing the Bible if you've already changed the Holy Bible? I said, that doesn't make sense. I said, I said right now, I said, you have to realize people change. I, I know another group of people change the Bible. 
Everything in it is dictate. You can't ask no questions. And it, the Bible actually has the questions that we ask in it. Who, who tries to manipulate you and gives you the cheat sheet? Who does that? The Bible actually has every question that we ask in the Bible and the answers. So I said, I said, see, you see, perspectives. And so as a leader, you got to know that a lot of us don't read the Bible. I said, I've read the Bible. It's God breathed for real. But if you haven't read it, somebody can introduce a question and have you question it. Take you right back to the Garden of Eden and reasoning. That's how people sow discord among the brethren. Uh, so, so when Pastor Mel said that to you, man, Benicia, I don't know. You, 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 you like that? Now, you was fine. I realized I saw something different. Now somebody gets in your head be like, well, you know, she did say that to me. And the adversary be over there, yeah, and what about the other thing she said? And the way she said that, you didn't talk to her? You didn't get no angles, perspectives, or nothing? Now before, now you're all in your head, you're reasoning, you convince yourself, but Pastor Mel don't like you. It's, it's, it's so it's in discord. It's happened at the church before, where a person said, every, the, seven people got healed of whatever they was going through. This person went around and go, that situation that happened three years ago, um, you like the way they handled that? Their whole goal was, was, was takeover. And they had all the people that got healed start thinking, yeah, wait a minute, maybe they should have done that different. Now the person, the people all in their head, stick back to reasoning instead of just going with what God says. See, so, so, so when you lead, you got to watch that. You got to watch what your frame of reference is. And then, of course, your beliefs. That's your overall worldview. That's your overall worldview. Your worldview is shaped by repetitious information, authoritative voices, and your environment. Your worldview is shaped by repetitious information, authoritative voices, and your environment. Your worldview is shaped by repetitious information or authoritative voices in your environment. So I was telling one person, I said, if I go into the Bible and, I'm, and, and I just want to have 17 wives, and that's my worldview, well, I'm going into the Bible trying to prove my worldview. I'm not going into the Bible with humility. Remember, it's history, humility, and, and harmony. Yeah, hey, see, paying attention, right? So when I go into the Bible, I'm humble first. It's something I don't know in there. Not, I know everything, and I'm going into the Bible to make sure it confirms what I already know. No, I'm going in with humility. Then I'm not taking it away from its historical context, its history. What was they saying to the person at that time? And then if I, if I have a passage, because this has got all these religions off of passages, right? If I have a passage, how does it harmonize with the rest of the Bible? How does it harmonize with the progressive revelation of the whole Bible? Not, it stands alone, so I got my own religion on this one passage. So now the Bible, why did he write the whole Bible? He should just give you the one passage. We just live off of that. Right? You, you see what I'm saying? So it's, 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 uh, it's important that our worldview is sharp. And then, of course, our behavior. That's our corresponding actions based on our worldview. Our belief is our, our behavior is our corresponding actions based on our worldview. So in this particular case, they saw themselves as grasshoppers, getting back to the passage in Numbers 13. And so the one thing, if you, saw, if you see yourself as less than, you can't operate in liberty. 
Liberty is for you to be free to be who you are. One of the things we work to do on our house, we're, we're constantly growing. We're about to go into 26 years of marriage in August, but we work to give each other permission to be themselves, not binding each other up from being ourselves. In other words, like we're tolerating one another. We're just around each other and we're tolerating like, well, I don't want to say this to Pastor Mel, so now I'm not free, right? I'm not talking about talking crazy. I'm talking about just we're, we're in a relationship here, right? And she don't want to say nothing to me. No, we, we work to free each other up and have these conversations. And the conversations are not you tripping. The conversations, okay, when you said that, let me tell you what I heard and how it affected me. Now you tell me what you intended. But we keep saying, hey, hey, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm not offended. But let me let you know how that could come across. Versus, how you going to be talking to me like that, this, that, and the other? You don't care about me? All in my head now. You don't care about me? Oh, you going to be saying that? See, I didn't think you care about me anyway. This whole, the reason why this whole thing started is because you this, that, and the other. Now, now I, don't have to, I don't have three hours of conversation with myself. <laughs> and if she so much as say, boo, what am I going to do? I'm snapping. You just say, boo. I'm, but, but I'm snapping, why? Because I've already had three hours of conversation and all the conversation was you tripping. But I haven't talked to her. Now, I'm talking about marriage. We do that in, in relationships. We do that in church family. Right? That's, not, that's dangerous. In, staying in our own head, we got to come outside and see it from the other perspective, okay? Because leadership is sin. And as we grow, especially to this next level, we got to have leaders that see. Because otherwise, we're promoting the blind leading the blind. Not because person, we're not saying blind people are evil. We're saying blind people aren't the best people to lead. If people are blind, the best person to lead is somebody that can see. Right? So, so if, if a person spends their time in the flesh, we're not disqualifying them from leadership. They are, right? Does that make sense? If a person could see and they go blind, we're not disqualifying them from leadership. They are. When these men have lost their, their, their ministries, God, I can't, God took the person's ministry. No he, no, he didn't. The person went blind. They couldn't lead. They lost sight. It says, you know, people stumble all over themselves. They lost vision. They couldn't see God no more. They made circumstances decisions. So God took, it, it, God allowed it to be taken. Because as he said, otherwise, these people are going to leave everybody, lead everybody in a ditch. Does that make sense? But, but, but it's not a, look, it's not a, oh, God, so that means I got to see to be a leader? Oh, man, I thought, man, I really wanted to be a leader, man. I don't just think it's going to happen. Really? So we're just going to live life blind? We have to fight to see, right? Right? So we got to do the things to make sure we do see. Okay. All right, so even Jesus said this in Luke 4.18, Luke 4.18, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, right, to the poor. Now, again, when we say poor, them that are without. You know, don't, don't just try to uh, lock poor people into the people down, downtown sleeping on the bench. That's not poor, them that are without. There's more people without. Pe the scripture talks about being poor in spirit, doesn't it, in, in Matthew chapter 5, right? That's without the spirit, Right? That's, 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 you have limits. You're not totally free. 
So, so he, he want to preach the good news to them that are without everything they need. Them that are without holiness, salvation, healing, deliverance, insight, revelation, liberty, enlightenment. Right? It's the whole package. It's not just them that are without food, clothes, and money. Right? It's them that are without. All right, so then it says, you know, people that are, 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 are not free. Uh, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, people that are bound, recovering, look, look, recovering of sight to the blind. Look, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Look at all these things when Jesus was first anointed. Look at what he was anointed for. We, we can, we, hey, listen, we can go out here, we can evangelize up and down the street, that's cool. We can go out here, we can make sure we preach the word, we get out of the four walls. But what did Jesus do? What was he anointed for? Are we at least covering our foundational basis? Making sure people that without aren't without. Making sure everything, not just, see, the thing is, some people are without love. But some people are without correction. Some people are without rebuke. Some people are without reproof. The Bible says open rebuke is better than secret love. And the thing is, some of us are diametrically worldview stubbornly opposed to that scripture. Because that scripture is a responsibility. That, that scripture is not a comfort zone. So we, we, we pretend that scripture ain't even in the Bible. The only scripture we know is kindness. That's all we know. Is, uh, long as it's, and, and, and we ain't always kind. If it's self-serving, that's not kind. If there's an ulterior motive behind it, that's not kind, that's selfish. If, if, if you're in search of significance and you're trying to do penance, that ain't kindness, that's self-serving. Right? Okay, so I'm just saying that because we, 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 Jesus is giving us a blueprint here. And uh, I got this from someone, and, and I forgot to put their last name. So, I, so for confusion, I, I'm just not going to say who. Uh, but it says, people project on others what they see in themselves. People project on others what they see in themselves or how they feel on the inside. So a lot of times we feel a certain way, and you can't hear nothing else from nobody. If you, if you, if you get offended and somebody gives you another person, oh, wow, I didn't, th I didn't know you looked at it that way, Jamal. No, 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 I don't even think like that. I think like this. Mm -hmm, sure. You, he, I, I use him as an example. He, he, he's not saying that. Well, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, sure. What is the person saying? I feel this way. This the only way it could possibly be. That ain't even close to true in life. Because we're assuming we see clearly. And you definitely don't if you lean into your own understanding. The Bible says lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, he shall direct your path, right? All right, so uh, this is the thing. God is trying to reveal more, and a lot more is being revealed in this time. That's why we're having these different teachings, because the glory is intensified. The, the glory in the church is intensified on these different anointed people here is intensified. So what happens is when the glory is intensified, the grace lifts. But the grace is lifting to reveal what's being hidden. So, so this is what happens a lot of times. There's grace because we, 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 we good people. We're trying to do well. So there's grace. But you, the Bible says just to live by faith. You live by faith, not grace. 
You don't live by grace. I don't care what anybody's teaching you. The Bible says we live by faith. So what happens is that, but there is a grace. And then the grace is, is, is to help you over the hump. Like, you know, we had benevolence at the last church. The benevolence was to help people over the hump. Not, we're going to take care of this person for the rest of their, their, their days. No, they need a little help over the hump. And we were, the, I, was a, I was responsible for the department. I had to assess, hey, am I relieving this moment or am I delaying the inevitable? Listen, am I relieving this moment or am I delaying the inevitable? If I'm delaying the inevitable, inevitable, we couldn't do benevolence. We couldn't help you. Because we basically just delayed the same thing for a week and then threw away God's money and wasn't good stewards. <laughs> the finance person back there is like, amen, brother. I feel you. <laughs> All right? All right, so, 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 so that as this grace is lifting, it, God is exposing things, but not, again, you got to understand the love of God. It's not, and, and the love of, of the pastors and leaders, it's not to disqualify nobody. Discovery is not to disqualify. So a lot of times people be asking you stuff, can't help you if, if everything's not exposed. When you go to the doctor, they expose you. They don't go, hey, uh, Sammy Harris, uh, did you work out this week? They don't ask you that. Venetia, did you work out this week? They don't ask. They just go, hey, hey, I right, uh, uh, strip down. All right, listen, I don't know why I keep doing it, but every time they ask me, I was like, like my shirt, no, everything. <laughs> you know, and I'd be thinking like, yeah, but what about this spare tires I'm working on? Yeah, they don't care. You expose. Otherwise, they can't help you, right? How much more in the kingdom? How, how long are we going to hold on to the things that's been delaying our momentum? That's been stopping us from really being the leaders that, that creation is waiting for. All creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. How long will we go, ah, well, no, no, this, this is my little private thing. God understands. As a representative of God, God is saying, I understand how you got it, but I also understand you need to get rid of it. So when you say God understands, that is a true statement. But don't stop it at God understands why I do this. Because God also understands why you need to stop doing it. Right? Again, that's not, that's not even like condemning. That's just, hey, I love you. I don't want you to stay there. Because I got more for you, right? You tired, you know, we, a lot of us tired of it anyway. Ain't you tired? Like you're tired of carrying around that mess. If, you, if you're honest with yourself, like when you by yourself, you'd be like, man, I'm just tired. Of, why did I do that again? Don't you say like, you'd be like, oh man, I probably done blew the whole thing. I don't know why I get so fearful or, or defensive and man, that's not, like you'd be inside your body going, don't listen, don't listen to him. No, 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 no. Oh, man, don't listen to that. Oh, man. And you wish you could come out and go, shut up, man. You're blowing it again. Right? Don't you, don't you wish you could, like, get outside your body? Like, like, or, or, like, at least, like, represent. No, no, that's not what he was really trying to say. Based on his past, he's not used to this level of challenge. And so... It kind of shocks his system. So when he re reacted, that's not what he meant. 
But then he also is not used to, after he react, having the humility to say, I just reacted. So I just want to explain to you, you don't want to really take him that serious. Now, you do want to take him serious. Now, I mean not serious, serious. Take him serious, but understand that sometimes he just reflexes. Right? Now, he's a great, he's a great guy. He really is a great guy. He didn't, and that's not, listen, man, I'm his, I'm his representative. You, you, really, you wish you had that, right? Yeah. <laughs> All of us. Scripture says this, uh, 1 Corinthians 4, 5, it says, therefore, 1 Corinthians 4, 5, 1 Corinthians 4, 5, so you can write it down. It says, therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels. Now, the counsels are the secret aims, motives, purposes, that's what the Amplifier says, of the heart. And then shall every man have praise of God. So what he's saying is when the Lord shows up, he's going to reveal the hidden things not to disqualify you. So now you can get the help you need. And now we can really operate in genuine praise. You ever like really be praising and don't feel like you should be praising? <laughs> you know, like you praising like, does anybody know what happened this week? <laughs> you know, that like, so you praising, but you kind of like, you, you, you reflect everybody. Ah! Oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Might not want to be too open to God right now, you know. Right? You, you just feel that. But, but what the scripture is saying is if you allow some things to be hidden, allow yourself to go through humility and brokenness and things like that, you're going to have some genuine praise. Right? You're going to have some genuine praise. And so, so, so this is the thing, since we're talking about leadership here, one of the biggest struggles of leadership is people having an improper image of themselves. I know the movie came out. I haven't gone to see it yet. Uh, so I might not be doing a good job since if you've seen it recently, you'd be like, no, that's not how that went. But I ain't seen The Lion King in a long time. But it's my movie for improper image of yourself. Uh, you know, of course, you got, you got uh, Mufasa. This is king of the jungle. And you got Simba, who's, who's, who's basically going to take over the pride. All right, take over the yeah, take over the, the whole crew, and so Mufasa's brother, which this happens in, in 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 church and stuff like that, our brothers be hating. His brothers was hating, so he tried to set him up. Like so, what he did was Scar. Right, y'all remember Scar? Look what kind of name? Hating, and his name is Scar. This is a bunch of bruises walking around bruised. Right, right. So Scar decides to come up with a plan to take out Mufasa so he can get the kingdom. Right? Intimidate Simba. So he created a he created a herd. No, 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 no. I was gonna get to that. Everybody help him with the sermon. He's like stampede. But it was a herd that stampeded, but 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 just like in life, right? We're gonna gather a crowd to overwhelm the leader. Stomp the leader to a point where he he just stomp him to death, right? So, so, so they come and they, they basically stomped him to death. So, look, the next leader gets intimidated. Now, intimidated based on what he saw. Nothing happened to him, but based on what he saw. So he runs and ends up in the jungle. I know it's 2019, ends up out in the clubs partying. All right? So he's out there, and, you know, in, in, a, in, the, in the movie, he eating bugs and stuff like that playing with a, a, 
a pig and a, uh, well, I guess it's a, a hog, right? Yeah, we said meerkat. Yeah, look, 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 look. You got some expertise here, right? All right, and so he out there playing with them, right? And 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 in the movie, again, it's been a while, but I remember in the movie he was a cub, and he's walking through, you know, and I, I think like between a couple screens, yeah, he would. Thank you, brother. A montage, a transition into brother trying to make a comeback. I know something, <laughs> right? Right. So, so, so. <laughs> all right. So, 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 so a montage transitioning to. So he went from a cub into a lion within a couple of clips in this montage, right? All right. So I just keep using that, you know. All right. All right. So, so, but it, when we were watching, we go, we could go. He was a cub. He's a lion now based on our per perspective, how we saw things. So if we were dealing with him, we would have been, people would have probably ran from him, got scared, saw him, ah, lying. But the trip is, he didn't see himself as a lion. He ran, listen, this dude's flipping and swinging through trees like he was a, a monkey or something. Like rolling around, playing it like, but it was like he was still a cub. So then, uh, uh, the monkey comes through Rafiki, and uh, Rafiki hits him over the head, and he goes, uh, uh, you're more than you become. Oh, <laughs> it's like my favorite part. He said, you're more than you become. He said, you don't know who you are, do you? Right. Like, ah! Listen, you don't know who you are, do you? Good. Right? Yes, so he shows him, he takes him to the water, and he sees face to face but when he saw the face he saw his dad he saw a lion he had never seen his face he had grown from a cub to being a lion but never saw himself as a lion still saw himself as a cub but he was a lion wow. oh still saw himself as a cub but he was a lion the whole time so when he saw even when he saw himself he didn't see himself now you're looking through a glass darkly, but then face to face. <laughs> now you know in part, but then you'll know even as you're known by God. Right? So, here, so, so, so now he actually sees who he really is. And he recognizes, look, I'm out here at the club partying when I'm supposed to be a king. See, you're more than you become. He go, while he was out partying, the wrong person was running the kingdom with a bunch of hyenas. And, and because they were the wrong person in position, they were destroying the kingdom, consuming everything. Before that, the, a true king keeps things being reproduced, has dominion, is fruitful, multiply and replenishes. Gen Genesis 1. Genesis 1. He says, so, so everybody before him was, had dominion, was fruitful, multiply and replenish right just like we told in Genesis 1 Scar takes over first of all they ain't got no dominion they're not fruitful they ain't producing nothing they're not multiplying anything and they're not replenishing anything they're consuming everything that's why if you promote a novice they'll get in pride the wrong people are in authority when the righteous are in authority the people rejoice people are excited 
All creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Waiting for the right king to lead everybody. Waiting for us to step up, to see that who we really are and to be who we really are. Right? So that's what was going on. When he came back in and took over his rightful position, that's when in the cartoon, that's when all the color came back, you know. <laughs> As the birds start flying, the doves start coming back to the kingdom. Oh, finally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you have an improper image of yourself, it doesn't just affect you. It affects everybody that God has designed for you to lead to be fruitful, to multiply and replenish. Right? And, and, and so that's why we have to, we can't afford having an improper image of ourselves. Right? See, and this is what happens. Um, scripture says, let's go to Matthew 10. And I, I know this is a scripture many people have read before, but we're going to just look at it from a different angle based on what we're talking about in terms of the ability to see or fighting to see. And we'll start here with 30, verse 39. It says, uh, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Now, so when it says he that findeth his life, uh, it's talking about sense of self, right? It says, shall lose it. And that's talking about the reality of God's design. So you can find, Genesis 2.25. It's, it's, you good? I'm at Matthew 10.39, but, but I just did an audible to Genesis 2.25. It says they were naked and unashamed. You know why? They were naked, but they didn't have a sense of self. They were unashamed because all they had was a sense of God. It says, after sin, they knew that they were naked. They had a sense of self. And then they hid themselves from what? A sense of God. You see what I'm saying? So, so he that findeth his life is going to lose the actual life that he's supposed to have. But he that loses himself, if I must decrease that he, he increase. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. See, when I crucify self, sense of self, why are you offended? Sense of self. Why are you in fear? Sense of self. Why are you worried about being embarrassed? Sense of self. Why are you hiding? Sense of self. Why are you hustling? Sense of self. When you, when you find that, you lose Sense of God. When you find sense of God, you lose sense of self. Now you're playing off of the right thing. Now the, your angle of view, your perspective, your, your point of a view is accurate. And the trip is people hear that and they go right back out to feeding themselves. But these are the people as years and time goes by, these are the people that, that have regret and resentment. These are the people that some people that I've, we've talked to in, in, in the latter days that broke down was like, it wasn't even worth it. I spent my whole life on sense of self, feeding self, just, just uh, dipping and slipping with the little appetites of the flesh, all to, to lose. I had this all the time? All this time? Uh, listen, none of that was worth it. And that's what God is trying to, trying to get us to see. He's trying to get us to see now. And the thing is, listen, we got to 
you almost you got to punk self because self doesn't just have you doing stuff you ain't supposed to do. Self will sell it to you and got great lines too. Like it's think about it, every time you done did something that you know God didn't want you to do, you had you had a reason in you. You came up with something. Something to justify it. Something, something crazy like everybody going to die from something. Yeah, but you trying to help it along? We trying to give it an assist? Talked to a young man this morning at the gym, and I was, and you know, I was talking to him. You know, he's, he's played college basketball, so he said he had a, he said he had a pretty good season, but he was struggling with shooting. And I said, listen, this is what the issue is. The issue is, you are a point guard. You 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 love people. You are gonna give. You give without thinking about it. I said, but when you go out there, you gotta think like you gotta dominate. I said, guess what? You still gonna get. You still gonna pass because you can't help it. I said, but if you go in saying I'm going to pass all the time, you're going to pass too much. See, if, if self doesn't need your help, you're living in the earth realm. You're going to be tempted to do stuff for self all the time. All your energy and effort has to be sense of God. You can't do sense of God enough. But every time you start focusing on self, you're going to do self overkill. You're going to go blind. You're going to have blind spots. You're going to be talking, and you're going to spend your whole time. I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy, but you are blind. Okay, I'm, see, see, see. Listen, I, I, I'm saying this general. It's a general statement. I haven't said no names, right? So if it applies to you, good. Take the conviction and make the change. But you're not crazy. Nobody in the room is crazy. But you may be blind. And, and, and that blindness comes from feeding that flesh sense of self. If you live sense of self... That flesh blinds you, man. And you can't see, so you make decisions based on what, uh, circumstances and what you have, not what he has and what he says. Right? So, that, 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 so that, that's a depressing, frustrating, and then you start snapping on other people because they're happy and you think there's something wrong with people being happy around you. You know, no, seriously, like if you think they all that, why do they got to think they all that? Why can't they be all of them, who they are? God has given us richly all things to enjoy, and his pleasure is fullness of joy, and his right hand pleasures forevermore. Why can't it just be rolling with God? And why can't you use their happiness as incentive for you to be happy? Why do you got to tear down their happiness, and then you're both damaged? That don't even make sense. You see somebody rolling and go, instead of getting in, that, that was the problem with Ishmael and Isaac. That's why they wore it out. All Ishmael had to do was like, man, shoot. I'm going to just get in and, and, and get the benefits. I'm going to roll with him, and every level he go to, I'm going to. Instead of that, well, you know, I'm a son, you a son. Son? <laughs> you know, I, I got an inheritance too. Why I got to roll with you? you? Ishmael and everybody descended from him is still struggling to this day. Still struggling to this day. Some of us in the room are struggling because we're trying to be equal with that which we should submit to. Because we can't see. We can't see. God gave you an out. God gave you a path through. All right, so, so, so uh, we want to have a proper image, and that's uh, uh, a proper image is liberating. It's freeing the mind, right? It's, 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 it's uh, you know, because you're a proper, it's, it's your, your, it's your 
picture, your mind is your picture processor. You have a picture and it processes the picture. Um, and see, so, and, and all your dreams and your, your, your stuff has to go through a process. You know how like back in the day when you made film, that's where they got it from. They processed the film to develop it. So, so a picture was taken, but it had to go through a process for you to actually see the picture that was taken. Well, you've been taking pictures in your, with your spiritual camera, but it has to go through a process for it to manifest, right? And you can see exactly what you saw in the spirit realm manifest in the earth realm, right? Same, same thing. So, so, but you have to have a proper image. That's why we have to renew our mind because our mind has, has been given us an improper image of self, right? So, so, so when God says renew your mind, he's saying renew your mind so you can see clearly. And then, then the next stage from a proper image is enlightenment. That's liberating the spirit of your mind. See, the spirit of your mind or the core is what feeds the picture. Your, your default feeds this picture. What's really in you, not what you say, not what you mentally assent, what's really in you out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's really in you is what feeds your mind and what you really act on. It's what you meditate on, not, not, not what you want everybody to think. Like if you're in fear or if you're in unbelief, that's what you're going to live out. And then you'll blame God because I said all the scriptures. Yeah, but the Bible says if, if you shall not doubt in your heart. If you believe those things that you say, that, that they'll come to pass and you shall not doubt in your heart, you can have whatsoever you say. We skip the doubt in your heart part like hey, it's not important. But that's your core, your default. That's what you do without thinking about it. That's why he says if you're double-minded in your heart, in your subconscious, if you're not enlightened to believe what God says, that's what's going to cause craziness. Right? So, so God's trying to, at, at, our, at our deepest level, at our core, get us to see, right? You know, because, um, see, if you forget who you are, you'll forget the Father. Because that's who designed you. You're changing to his image day by day. So if you forget who you are, who, what his design, his design is a reflection of him. You'll forget the Father. Second, second Corinthians uh, 3.18, change it to his image, his picture day by day, right? All right, so it's important for us to realize because, you know, we've been living in limits and stuff like that. It's almost like identity theft. You know, like somebody just stole your identity. And then you're trying to, to navigate under a false identity. But all your benefits is for the genuine you, not for the counterfeit version. You can't wear them and get all of him. It just doesn't work out that way. All right, that's, that, that's all for today. Standing, well, not standing your feet.